Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The water shoots up and then it looks like he's slobbering uh, down into the lake. And that's the story behind it. It's really kind of cool. The sign says, don't get on the hog. But that's something for the critics to talk about. Y'all can't even ask a question. Look at this. The first time ever. Wow. I mean, I was ready for the question. I don't think y'all were, though. I got a text from Quavo. Wait, a lot of people in this room probably don't know who Quavo is. You know, so I noticed that World Peace got waived from the Lakers. He still got 7.7 million. Did y'all read that? Such a, that's, and he's going to sign with the Knicks for probably another seven. Pretty good deal for World Peace. SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. With John Neighbors. Every time you put him back in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Got Joe Franklin out live at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open. Kyle Sutherland back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a marathon of a week, but it is coming to an end for us, at least here in Nashville, uh, as we will uh, close up shop here in the final hour, get you ready for drive time sports and they will be the official send-off with Randy Rainwater from Nashville here at SEC Media Days. But still, uh, it's great to be out here. And, uh, Joe, I know it's uh, also uh, great to be there in Conway at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open. I uh, really wish I was out there, too, because uh, as much as I love the heat, you know, we've, we've gotten this debate. You're more of a cold-weather guy, more of a warm-weather guy. But the amount yeah. of AC they pump into this place, I am freezing, and you're probably over there burning up. So it's like we need to, we need to switch <laughs> roles there and switch the weather there. No, we're inside. We're in a great place, and Chick-fil-A provided lunch today. They have Man. waffle potato chips, so that was one of the attractions, but they have wraps, brownies here at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open at Centennial Valley. So, yeah, it's a great setup here. Man, yeah, and I see now you're just rubbing it in. Now you're just rubbing it in, telling me they got Chick-fil-A and everything. Oh, killing me. that day. It's a great time out there, thanks. folks. Yeah, big special special thanks to Nita, who's taking care of us here today. And she'll yes. be with the guys for Morning Mayhem tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. Huge shout-out. Huge shout-out to Nita. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great time out there, folks. Again, permissions are free, and you can check out more of their information at, at the centralarkansasopen.com. And uh, we'll uh, give you updates on that. And we'll have uh, also another guest joining us later in the show, too, to tell us more about that. But... Uh, we're also, here it was it was Go nice ahead. to see Troy and Carla Braswell, who stopped by, uh, known them for a long time. They live here in the Conway area, and they're actually hosting one of the players, uh, Pilar Echeverria, and hmm. she's going to make the cut. So she played some good golf today, and, and uh, it's great that... She was able to get with them, and uh, they're showing her a good time and hosting her while she's here playing the tour. That's awesome. And playing That's the awesome. tournament. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them. It's, again, I wish I was there. It's been fun here at Media Days, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's about end. You know, it's kind of like when you go to Vegas. for. It's a great place to be, and it's so much fun. But if you're there for five days, you're like, you know what? I should have just been here for three. It's kind of how Media Days has become. It's like, yeah, been here for four days, and five days, it's been great, but... Uh, it's it's about over with. It's about time to move on and come back home, and uh, that's what we're going to end up doing today. But yeah, it's definitely definitely some FOMO, fear of missing out over there uh, where you're at in Conway. But uh, here at SEC Media Days, though, we've had some really great guests throughout the week, and, and shout out to everybody that's joined us. And uh, it's been so fun to catch up and see some old friends and make some new ones too. But without a doubt, uh, the SEC Media Days is always. Uh, contingent on Greg Sankey, the commissioner, who does his rounds on Radio Row. He does a great job of 
really holding court and telling everybody about the future and the excitement and and everything. But there are people in the state of Arkansas, at least Racerback fans, that uh, always get a little bit frustrated with the SEC. Well, we had a chance to catch up with them and talk to them not only about the visions and the future of the SEC and the excitement surrounding it, but also specifically about Arkansas and his viewpoints on Arkansas and some of the best memories that he has whenever he thinks about the Arkansas Razorback Athletic Program. So let's go ahead and hear from the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, who we caught up with later this afternoon. All right, we'll get that uh, pulled up for you. Hey, by the way, Kyle, it's on my page. If you look at it, uh, just you, you were on top of it, man. It was in the, it's in that third spot right over there on C at the top row. So I couldn't push it over here for you. But All right, keeping it moving. Moving live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Very special guest coming on with us as it is the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, Greg Sankey. And commissioner, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? I'm well. Thank you for being here. Glad. It's always good to have media that are part of SEC Media Days. It would be much fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know how they say the student's always before the athlete. The SEC is always before the media. There so you, you got to get the most important things first. Absolutely. Uh, well, I know that it's been in Nashville, and I'm sure you've been asked this question, but just how Nashville's been treating you being here? Uh, very well. I've, I've promised myself I was not staying out till 11 o'clock at midnight, and I've been unsuccessful every night so far because... It's an easy town to get around. People have dinner. You see people. You end up in conversation. Um, so a good time here. We had made the obviously COVID disrupted uh, a lot. I think 2021 actually COVID disrupted a lot. So uh, good first experience. Spend the feedback. So the move to Dallas next year, just what was the process behind that? And uh, the reasons behind it, because as an Arkansas guy, I'm excited because it's closer to me than it is right. other places, but why Dallas? We, we actually uh, made an attempt in about 2017, 2018 to hold our media days in Dallas. Um, some of the logistical issues eventually didn't work out the way we had hoped. And so we, we pulled the plug. We were planning to come back, and it was one of those right after covid circumstances and then when expansion happened just decided to put the brakes on it so that we could all gather in in a celebratory moment uh in texas we looked at houston as well that the great city maybe a place for us in the future uh but it's central if you will for texas a&m for arkansas for oklahoma and the university of texas we have great alumni representation for other 12 universities so uh there's some some opportunities and we'll be creative in thinking about how we create some additional events and moments for fans to maybe celebrate as alums with their alumni association or, or with us as a conference. Also doesn't hurt the fact that I feel like every domestic flight in the entire country has a flight to Dallas that makes it pretty easy to travel. That's exactly exactly <laughs> right. Easy place to get to. That's right and I know that you went through all the things that they're going on with the conference and the future. Is there one particular thing that excites you the most about the future of the conference? Uh, well, if I boil it down to one thing, you know, expansion and are just our prominence. You think about the last month of the college sports season this year, our 24-25 membership won every national championship. Softball, outdoor track and men, outdoor track and women, baseball. Um, and I think that's the kind of prominence we'll have every week in our competition and then at our conference championships and obviously success at national championships. Uh, really interesting to dig in statistically to our fan support. Um, as I was preparing my remarks, for the 24th straight year, we had the highest average football attendance, and five of our schools had 10% increases in attendance. Uh, we led in baseball for the 27th consecutive year. We led in softball attendance, women's basketball attendance, women's gymnastics attendance, and we were second in a bunch. we got to get the first. And that means people want to be a part of it still. You can watch on your phone, you can watch on your iPad, you can watch on your TV, uh, but people still want to be a part of our events. And that's a credit to how our universities have adapted facilities, invested in facilities, um, and, and created pricing levels. But we've also created um, compelling matchups that people want to be there and share the experience. All of that, to me, is exciting. 
Well, you mentioned the amount of championships, and that's nothing new, but so many people would say, oh, it's cyclical. You know, there's going to be a time where another conference comes in, but you haven't seen it with the SEC. It continues to grow, and people continue to pee, want to be a part of it. It's like a, having a party that everyone wants to get invited to, and I think that that's also a really cool thing about the conference and, of course, with your job is you're doing things, and this conference is doing things that people are trying to play catch-up to, and it just seems like each and every time, each and every year, there's more and more developments and forecasting and ways to increase the branding of the SEC. We very much in our meetings want to focus on, on us and our responsibilities, our needs, meeting our expectations rather than reacting to other people. And I think we've done well. Sometimes you have to adapt more quickly because something's happened around you. Um, I also am one who has been in that kind of cyclical thing, like particularly football has been a a sport that's been a a bit cyclical in nature. And yet, uh, over the last 25 years, we've had six different programs win national championships. When we expand, that will be eight of our 16 win national championships. And when you think about others that have been close in cotton bowls or sugar bowls or orange bowls, it's just a remarkable level of competition that is without comparison. And and we want that to continue next year, the year after, and, and for decades to come. Speaking with Commissioner Greg Sankey here, uh, part of the SEC Media Days and coverage here in Nashville. Okay, so Commissioner, uh, since obviously we talk a lot about Arkansas, you've been around a long time. You've had a lot of dealings with Arkansas. Is there one particular memory or a game or uh, an interaction that you had in Arkansas and Fayetteville that sticks out to you anytime you think of the great state? May I offer a couple of them? Absolutely. Uh, all you want. Uh, so I moved in 1989 from upstate New York where I grew up to Natchitoches, Louisiana, our, our football team's first game, I was a, an intern, was in Springfield, Missouri, at Southwest Missouri, as it was then known. And we drove up, and my, my first visit, unbeknownst to me, to what would become an SEC campus, was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And uh, some, some of the athletic department staff, I was just out long for the ride, knew some folks, had tours and dinners. So uh, that's always been a, a memory. Uh, I was there when Texas played Arkansas. In 2004, I still had the game program. We flew in. Mike Sly was a commissioner. I'd never seen so many private planes in an airport. <laughs> uh, and then the last time, in 21, right after we announced Texas would be joining the league, the amount of passion um, uh, was, was was really, really special. Now, we, we were my wife and I were, were at our softball tournament, went to the, the baseball game on Saturday night against South Carolina, and I've experienced... Uh, that baseball atmosphere, but it's just a reminder uh, about how passionate Arkansas fans are all across the board, but in the spring. I'll even go back to having lived in Dallas in the early 90s when the Southwest Conference still existed and the Reunion Arena days when it was like uh, Arkansas fans, the two teams, and the score table crew that would populate Reunion Arena. And those things make an impression you never forget. I can always remember the news uh, because I was, again, living in Dallas, that Arkansas was departing the Southwest Conference to join the SEC. And to follow up and talk to, to Frank Boyles, to Roy Kramer, Jack Crow was a football coach. I got to know Jack Crow uh, before I ever joined the SEC office. Uh, and Dan Ferreter was interim chancellor and had a chance to just learn from him uh, a, a few years ago. Um, all of those are combinations of, of really, really cool moments. And I'll flat tell you, I was online when Scotty Thurman took that three in Charlotte. Uh, it was right in front of me. I was just in a seat where when that ball went up, you could tell it was online. It was just like, was it going in? And I know that was a special moment. Still is a special moment for every Arkansas fan. Yeah, I still don't know how that shot went in, knowing Arkansas's luck sometimes in those games. It was dead on from the moment <laughs> it left his hand. You just were waiting to see if it went in. And the Arkansas seats were right across the aisle. I was commissioner of the Southland Conference at the time, right across the aisle from me. And as you can recall or imagine, the eruption was pretty pretty cool to oh, see. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, and I also bring up Arkansas because, uh, of course, we deal with the fans. And a lot of Razorback fans feel like the SEC is out to get them at times. They feel like – I'm sure you've seen tweets from fans just from all parts of uh, the SEC, but Arkansas fans will sometimes feel slighted, feel like, oh, we're, you know, we get pushed to the side and everything. You're the commissioner, and I know you just talked about great memories with Arkansas. What do you, what would you tell Razorback fans that may feel like, oh, we're just kind of the, the stepchild of the SEC, and knowing that they are still a part of this conference just like everybody else? Absolutely. We have right now 14 outstanding members, uh, and, and our job is to treat with equity those 14 members. Uh, are there moments that people 
view one way or another based on their perspective. You know, where you sit is where you stand on certain issues. I'm certain there there are reasons that, you know, on social media, you're not going to get into explanations for this or that. Have there been officiating errors in games? Have there been points of correct officiating that are perceived as incorrect? Absolutely. Uh, that happens over and over. It is, uh, uh, in the officiating world, it is, it is a human endeavor. And people are making split-second decisions that get to be questioned based on replays uh, and conversation and, and different thoughts. I think what Arkansas has done as a member of the Southeastern Conference over the last three decades is is, is, is just remarkable and special. Both the the uh, maintenance of success and the, and the continuing success, for instance, in track and field to set a standard. Uh, but coming in with what Nolan Richardson's team had, had done over time, that made us all better. Um, we're, we're producing a film on Brandon Burlesworth through the SEC network and to be reminded of some of those moments that, that I saw from afar and a few uh, close up that the football team has achieved some, some really special um, level of success. And, you know, in some ways there are cyclical moments. Um, I spoke about the crowds. I spoke about some of those memories and I think there's a lot out in the future and I'll go back to that 2021 game against Texas. Uh, said that one of the unique aspects of what we've done in expansion is restore rivalries and that's one that people talk about A&M in Texas playing but Arkansas Texas playing is pretty special and you can see us strengthening our western side which is a tribute really to the vision of Frank Royals from years and years ago. Before I let you get out of here do you just not even look at social media mentions? I feel like on game days, you probably have some things being thrown your way. Yeah, I have all, I all my filters it. are on, so <laughs> I, I just I did not do it that way. But it's it's not a healthy environment. No, and um, you know the 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 ability to just post something with forty followers that's either threatening or abusive, um, you know, and that happens for times over right uh what's really neat is having been uh we spent a weekend in arkansas every other year around indoor track and field and, and hunter's great about moving around i think we probably helped scheduling i don't know because of me but i've been to tennis gymnastics softball baseball men's basketball women's basketball individually one-on-one -on -one, have had wonderful warm encounters i've even had people tell me uh, that they disagree with this or that but they've always been <laughs> Uh, the kind of human interaction, and that's where we ought to have conversation. Social media, uh, you know, as I said before, isn't healthy. Uh, I've enjoyed the ability to interact with people. You know, uh, Joe Tessitore and I were joking that Texas game, I rode with the ESPN crew because they said they had security to get right out. Then when everybody departed their seats, left the field, nobody left the stadium. They're like, there's no way we're getting out of here. We walked from the stadium to the graduate which oh, wow. I think is all uphill for like two and a half miles. It was me, Katie George, Greg McElroy, um, Joe Tessitore, uh, one of their producers and a security uh, escort walking with us um, in a coat and tie, sweating, <laughs> but just had really warm interactions the whole back with Arkansas fans. That was a pretty cool memory that I should have mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, they're all great when everything's going well yeah. and they're winning. It's amazing yeah. how the mood changed. But uh, Commissioner Greg Sankey of the SEC, appreciate you joining us. Always a great time coming out here at SEC Media Days, and we look forward to coming back next year and also look forward to having you back in Fayetteville. Thanks. Thanks for the conversation. We look forward to the season ahead and uh, look forward to being in Fayetteville early in the year to watch some Razorback football. Can't wait. Appreciate it, Commissioner. Ken, that was the Commissioner Greg Sankey joining us earlier this afternoon, and uh, I think it's uh, always cool to, to catch up with him and to hear from his visions, but you know, also uh, really cool to hear him talk about his experiences in Fayetteville and about Arkansas where, hey, Razorback fans, if you feel slighted, if you feel like uh, you're not getting enough love for the SEC or you're being treated as a stepchild of the SEC, well, you heard from Greg Sankey right there talking about why he loves Arkansas and why they're an important part of the conference and how uh, he views them in his own personal opinion, which I feel like is always a little cool morale boost for the team itself. But yeah, I, I think that it's also uh, really cool to see and to hear from Commissioner Sankey on uh, various topics, especially the, the excitement in the future of what's to be done in the SEC and, and how they're moving forward. It's a very forward-thinking conference, and you know, people can say what they want about college athletics. We've talked about NIL. You know, we've talked about transfer portal. We've talked about some of the issues that are arising 
uh, each and every year and each and every week and each and every season. And uh, different conferences seem to be going different directions. Super conferences being built. The NCAA becoming more and more irrelevant as time goes on. Like These things are happening, folks. These things are happening. But the point is, is that when you think about college athletics and how much it's growing, it's not stopping anytime soon. And when you have people like Greg Sankey, in this case, who is the commissioner of the biggest and best conference in all the land that's continuing to make money hand over fist, continuing to give these athletes the, the best opportunities where they're winning championships but also getting them ready for the next level, whether it's uh, in the east, in the west, or when it all goes away and adding Texas and Oklahoma, it's a monster that just continues to grow. And we hear the old adage when Nolan Richardson used it probably most famously, is that whenever you create a monster, you've got to feed it, and if you stop feeding it, then it starts to eat itself, if you will. The SEC is not going to turn into that because what's it doing right now is not something that needs to be fed by any sort of expectations from any outsiders or upset fans or anything. As long as the money keeps coming in, the success will come along with it. You may hate it that way. You may hate the way that college athletics has become because it's so money-driven, but anything that's as big of a deal that all of us are willing to spend so much time and watching each and every day, or in this case, us on the radio, talking about each and every day, it's because there's so much money involved, so much attention involved, and so much passion for it involved. It's not a bad thing. He understands that, Greg Sankey. He understands that this is a very passionate area and a passionate conference. And as long as you continue to have success on the football field, as long as you get to see your Arkansas Razorbacks run out through the A, wearing those cardinal uniforms and those cardinal helmets, calling the hogs and the fans, tailgating, all that, as long as that's there, there's always going to be a need and an excitement for all things college sports, especially here in the great state of Arkansas. We'll take a commercial break. We continue on live from SEC Media Days. Got Joe Franklin out at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open, and we'll hear more details on what's going on out there. Give an update on the leaderboard. Keep it moving all the way through Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Bus. So stay with us on the outside of break. Voted Best of Las Vegas, Jason Bird will leave you speechless with his jaw-dropping illusions. Don't miss his live show Saturday, July 29th, 7 p.m. at the Robinson Center Music Hall. Sports Arkansas took the stage at SEC Media Days yesterday. Sam Pittman talked about many things, including the rivalry with Missouri. That's our rivalry, you know. I know to our fans, I think it's Texas probably, even though we played them a couple years ago, but not regularly, or LSU. But I respect the program, Missouri, but obviously we're on a short end of, since I've been there, we're on a short, we're one out of one and two, and uh, we've got to try as hard as we can to get that fixed. SC Media Days wraps up today with Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Tennessee taking the stage. Stay tuned to the buzz for all your updates from Nashville. And the Arkansas Travelers won last night's game against the Springfield Cardinals 5-4. They'll be back in action again tonight at 7.05. Courage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff Tuesday, August 1st at the Hall. Tickets on sale at 1037thebuzz.com. Brought to you by Oaklawn Sports, Tito's Handmade Vodka, the Gangster Museum of America, and Corky's Ribs and Barbecue. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and brewskis reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskis, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskis, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m., followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m., and the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in White. 
Join 1037 The Buzz as First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Get the latest news, interviews, and highlights brought to you in part by Kaufman by Design West and UAMS. Be sure to watch 1037 The Buzz social media for live videos, pictures, and more. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. What brings you down to Bryant? Hey, here's my car. What are we looking for today? Here's my car. Come Want inside. to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy? On Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a buy out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on shark week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Listen each week for your chance to play Factor Crap on Morning Mayhem. It's presented by Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair provides on-site and roadside service and repair for all commercial vehicles. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in pre-law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 1037 The Buzz. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. Out of Bounds. You're on Trash Talk Thursday, but definitely not going to talk trash about Watney and Chevrolet, because there's sure a lot of talk these days about artificial intelligence taking over everything. But one thing is for certain, you're never going to need AI to find the best deals on a new Chevrolet truck. Chevy, Rodney Chevrolet hasn't been in the business for 60-plus years by accident, and right now they're offering up to $7,000 off on brand spanking new 2023 Silverados, coupled with a low rate of just 1.9%. think that's great. How about this? We'll throw in another little bonus for you. How about no payments for the rest of the summer? $7,000 off. A brand new Silverado. Rate 1.9%. No payments for the rest of the summer. You're not getting that deal anywhere else. In the state and in the country, it's the best and only place you ever need to get any of your vehicles at Squatney Chevrolet. If you're coming from the Little Rock area, always avoid the traffic and construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey to Guatney's front door. Don't take my word for it. Just go see them yourselves. It's the best place. They're going to take care of you. Sales staff, service staff, everything you need, Guatney Chevrolet can provide. 1301 TPY Drive there in Jacksonville. Guatney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. But either way, no matter how you do it, check them out right now, today, with Guatney Chevrolet. We're here at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open at Centennial Valley, joined by Jordi LaBarbera. How are you, Jordi? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Now, Jordi, you played at U of A, so have you, uh, have you spent, you've spent plenty of time in the state. Have you played Centennial Valley before? Uh, yes, I actually have. This is my third time playing out here um, on the Women's All-Pro Tour circuit. Uh, I skipped last year because I was playing at the next level, but I'm back here playing this year. Um, yeah, and I had a teammate, actually, that was from Conway, so I've spent a little bit of time here um, over the course of my time at Arkansas, and now that I get to play in this Women's All-Pro Tour event. So what do you think of the course? How have you played over the past couple of days? 
Um, the last two days, I didn't play great. I shot one over for both of my rounds, so I'm two over total. I think I've made the cut, but I'm waiting to see how the rest of the girls finish. Um, but I love the layout of this place. The greens roll true. Um, I think it's really scorable. You just got to put it in the right places. So, yeah. So your journey to get to Arkansas, how did that go about? You're from Texas, mm -hmm. and uh, what was that recruiting process like, and then the journey to get to Arkansas? Totally. Um, so I played a bunch of junior golf, obviously was in contact with a bunch of different college coaches as well. Uh, I really wanted to go to Texas Tech or Iowa or Texas State, um, even Wisconsin and Colorado State. Those are my top picks. Um, but I wanted to go somewhere where I could be away from home but not too far and Fayetteville's only about four and a half hours from Dallas which is where I'm from so um, I reached out to the coach and I went on a visit and it actually blew my mind the facilities that the women's golf and men's golf share at the blessings are incredible um, thanks to Mr. Tyson um, and it and the, the coach was fantastic, so I thought, oh my gosh, I need to do whatever I can to get here as soon as possible. So yeah. Are you making your home back in Texas these days? Yes, I live in Allen, Texas, just north of Dallas. Okay. All right, so um, as far as playing the Women's All-Pro Tour, how, how many events are you playing per year? So on this tour, they only offer probably about 13 events each year, um, and I play all 13 of them, and then I supplement... Um, with other tournaments as well. If I make it up to the next level on an Epson Tour event, I'll go play that. Otherwise, I'll play different state opens, U.S. Women's Open qualifiers, stuff like that. So on average, I probably play about 20, 22 events each year. Do you have people uh, in your family, your mom, your dad, or someone that travels with you or caddies for you? How, how does that work? Um, no, they don't anymore. Okay. I should say it like that. I had my dad with me my first year, and uh, he loves me. He loves golf, um, but his emotions were uh, a little high for me on the golf course. <laughs> so now he stays at home, but I, we actually do have a Women's All Pro Tour event at my home course in the Dallas area at Hurricane Creek, and he's the tournament director of it because he's so passionate about women's golf especially um, and he does caddy for me there but other than that he stays at home he watches updates the live scoring every second I'm sure but um, it's much more calm for me to be out here by myself sometimes <laughs> you know <laughs> so when you're not playing in a tournament event and you do have some downtime and you are at home what, what kinds of things are you doing there? Um, so I'm working out with my trainer every day that I'm there. I'm lucky to have an awesome trainer back home in Dallas um, that I go to every day that I'm home. He's awesome, and it kind of provides a little community for me. There's a bunch of other professional golfers that go there as well. Um, I'll also do some dog sitting while I'm home to make a little extra money. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And and hang out with friends that I haven't seen in a while. You get a chance to make it back to the Fayetteville area and keep up with the golf team now and what they're currently doing? Um, I do keep up with them, but I, it's hard for me to get back there. Um, I should go because getting to play the Blessings is such a treat always. But yeah. Speaking of that, what are some of your favorite courses to play? Oh, yeah. Um, the Blessings is a great one. It beat me up a little bit in college because it's really hard, but um, no, it's an awesome course. Um, my other favorite golf course that I've ever played is called Hudson National, and it's in uh, just north of New York City. And I also judge my favorite courses based off the snack shops. Oh, and the really? The snack shop at Hudson National is <laughs> top tier. So, yeah. Okay, so what is it about the snack shops that, that you really like, and, and where does that judgment come in? Um, basically, if they have nice, yummy snacks, and usually the ones at the higher-end clubs are like kind of like a serve-yourself, unlimited type thing. Oh, yeah. That goes a long way. Because the membership just like puts up money to pay for all this awesome snacks and stuff. But at Hudson National, they have like this burrito guy that's always there making breakfast burritos on this griddle. Um, yeah, that's just a great snack shop. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so how much golf do you watch? If you're not playing, how much are you watching golf? Um... It's actually funny. Golf is 
calming for me to watch for sure not to play sometimes it's not as calming but like when I'm home and I'm looking to chill or I always watch the Masters for sure um, and I always watch the U.S. Open the U.S. Women's Open I'm always keeping tabs on that but other than that I just kind of turn it on to relax and maybe take a nap to golf and <laughs> Open Championship is going on yeah. right now and so it comes on early in the morning and of course you're playing right now so you can't really get into that but mm -hmm. yeah with those early morning hours I guess if you're not on the course you would have a, a little bit of a chance to watch totally and I'm sure I could catch some highlights after this they'll be on the golf channel or something like that so what would you like to continue to add to your game to take you to the next level you did mention that you were on the Epson tour before mm -hmm. so what what is it that you want to continue to improve on to get you to the next level well the more I'm out here the more I realize that um I have everything that it takes to be on the next level. Um, I hit the ball well enough. I putt the ball well enough. Sometimes it's between the ears that really is the thing that beats me up. So we're actually almost done with our season this year. Um, so in the off season, I'm really going to do some major work on my mental game and try and strengthen that and make it my biggest strength coming into next season. What, what is the strength of your game right now? Um, I would say driver. I've put in a lot of work. Um, in the off season to gain some muscle and some speed and power so I'm definitely hitting it a little bit further than I was previously which is makes a huge difference on all holes par fours and par fives yeah it makes a huge difference and, and being on the golf course what um, what has the biggest effect on you as far like right now it's really hot yeah. so that's something to always have to deal with but what, what's something that you know playing golf is, is uh, really a has a big effect on your game one way or another whether it makes your game stronger mm -hmm. or it kind of takes away from it you mean like weather yeah weather wise totally. or, or just anything you know to that sense yeah. of being on the course yeah um well out there today i think it almost got to 100 degrees and so i put up my sun umbrella which they say takes i think like subtracts 20 degrees off the out, you know, so basically it was 80 degrees underneath my sun umbrella. And then I have my sun sleeves on and I apply sunscreen every six to eight holes because we spend so much time out here. Like, we don't want our skin to be all burned and look way older than we are when we're, you know, 30. So I do my best to, to keep my skin protected and, and try and stay out of the heat. And on the Women's All Pro Tour, you've been before coming to Conway, you've been in some places where it's been really hot. It's probably, we can say it's been hot everywhere, yeah. especially this time of the year now. So uh, you're, you're, you know, used to it at this point, totally. right? Yeah, and, you know, the liquid IV, the hydration, that is super key in recovery. So I'll probably go drink a, a liquid IV, or now they have these new things called an element, which is like sugar-free liquid IV. So... I'll go drink one of those after this for a little happy hour drink and, yeah, chill out. And you played great the past couple of days, so you're within you, – we know that you are going to make the cut, so you'll okay. be back tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so I've got some work to do if I want to get close to the lead. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming out here and making some more birdies tomorrow. Well, that sounds good. Jordy, thanks for joining us, and we're, we're going to be looking for you on that leaderboard. And also, we're, we're going to keep up with you all together on the Women's All Pro Tour. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's Jordi LaBarbera, who played golf at the U of A. And she's on the Women's All Pro Tour here at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open at Centennial Valley. And uh, it looks like the sun is kind of coming down at this point. So a little bit later in the day, right? Yeah. It needed to be like this earlier. Totally. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jordi. Yeah, thank you. We're going to be back with more of Out of Bounds live here from the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open at Centennial Valley. John Neighbors at SEC Media Days in Nashville. We'll be back with more of Out of Bounds after this break. Stay tuned. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the Statehouse Convention Center. Brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more.
Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Gary Elmore in Lonoke, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs. AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job. Billy, AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets. Right now at Guatney, get brand new 2023 Silverados. Up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guatney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our front door. Find new roads to Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their new location in Sheridan. Alcoa has opened a new branch in Sheridan to serve all of Grant County. They're having a grand opening celebration all day Thursday with a ribbon cutting ceremony, complimentary refreshments, and chances to win prizes all day. I've been doing business with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union for several years and it's all about trust. I trust them because they trusted me first. You can gain that trust as well. Stop by their new location in Sheridan Thursday for Alcoa's grand opening ceremony. Celebration. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use law enforcement siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you if you get a speeding ticket, it doesn't end there. You have to pay expensive fines. You can't go to your friend's wedding because that also costs money. And your insurance rates could increase. See? We didn't have to use law enforcement sirens after all. Getting a speeding ticket has consequences. Sooner or later, speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan. Because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 1037 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for Three and Out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things we're going to dive into. John Neighbors live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Got Joe Franklin also live on location at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open. And, Joe, it's been a fast-moving show. There's no question about it. And to see uh, 
and hear about all of the, the great things going on over there. Uh, I know that there's going to be a great turnout and a great atmosphere and a great vibe throughout the weekend there at the Central Arkansas Open. Absolutely. Come watch some, some good golf, some great golf, and free. So come in and, and watch the Women's All-Pro Tour here at the Genesis of Conway Central Arkansas Open at Centennial Valley. It's going to be great this weekend. Yeah, the best thing about it is obviously golf, but also what you mentioned, it being free 99. Uh, that, that's a great part of it, too. So, yeah, it should be a great event, and you know, we'll have uh, some things to get into. But uh, also, uh, Joey, also, we have Randy, Rainwater of Drive Time Sports. He's hanging out with us once again. as uh, He's ready to roll and ready to hang out and ready to do some big things. What's going on there, Randy? What's up, John? What's up, Joe? There he is. How you doing, buddy? Oh, everything's good, Randy. Can't wait to see you back tomorrow. Man, uh, I am. I think <laughs> he has said it more than once. I'll say it as well. I am so ready to come home. So, <laughs> yes. And I think the um, the maintenance guys here are ready for us to go home, too. I, I just hope they leave my table uh, so I can finish the day out here. But they're dragging signs. They're taking down posters and this, that, and the other. Oh, uh, they're trying to clear it out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're saying time to go. In fact, this is what's disappointing. John and I both sat here and we cried during the break <laughs> because every day except today at 3 o'clock, they brought out a snack tray. What do you want to call it? And, um, I mean, they had like hot dogs, chips. All Cook, kinds of cookies, stuff. man. Cookies, yeah, cookies, cakes, nothing today. Now they're, they're saying, "Okay, your time is up." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's been fun though, Randy. You know, I mean, yeah. it's been long, yes. but I know that it's something that uh, we've all enjoyed in our own ways. And you know, you uh, being here at Media Days as long as you have, as many years as you have. Uh, Kudos to you for uh, getting it done, burning the midnight oil, and staying here for the long haul in the final session. You might be the last one standing here when it's all said and done. Well, I, today. We've joked about that, uh, John, many a time down in in Hoover that uh, you know you could you typically, or at least it seemed like more often than not, we were right there when you entered into the the hallway uh, right off the foyer. But as far as you could look to our left. And sometimes they even put them out in that little foyer uh, that kind of joins the mall uh, with a hotel because they ran out of space. Uh, I look down to my left and I'm like, wait a minute, there's nobody else here but me. I'm talking, you know, to myself, it felt like. So, but yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that's uh, disappearing left and right. So, Randy, this great experience. There's still something there. What What is that in the background over your left shoulder? It looks like somebody is about to go live there. Don't know if they're doing oh, player interviews. Of, uh, they're, no, they're just doing their stand-ups for their station. <laughs> okay. And, okay. And uh, TV crews are doing uh, stand-ups for their stations. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's coming to a close in a hurry. Well, oh, yeah, all, yeah. They're wheeling the things out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny, too, because, Randy, you, you know, you mentioned that, and I am not hating on him because we're all trying to do the same thing, but they may have to figure out something with the amount of uh, TV. Like, TV and Radio Row became one thing, and so I can't tell you how many times I've tripped over, uh, you know, these uh, ring lights, these uh, cameras, pod, tripods, and everything. Again, we all got all stuff, but now radio's doing a lot of video streaming, too, so it's it's become very clustered in here. If you're not careful while you're stepping, you're going to either trip over you or trip over someone else or something like that. It's wild. Well, you know what they did? Um, the beverage center, if you want to call that, you had to go over what you often see uh, when they're protecting wires that are, that are on the ground across the um, street, maybe. In uh-huh. this case, it's across the uh, hallway there. And I would have put the over under it maybe a dozen. Yeah. How many times I tripped on that? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's kind of like you know the speed bump is coming, but yet you still go at you know full speed. And um, so anyway, it's uh, yeah, that 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 may be the one cheek, if you will, in how this has played itself. 
and, and, and John, for some reason, it, it, it seems to happen the most during your show and my show. Because there wasn't all this traffic like this earlier mm. in the day, or at least it didn't seem like. But now, everywhere you turn, there's somebody doing a, a stand-up in front of a camera. So, so you guys talk about SEC Media Days and Nick Saban being the biggest attraction there. So for Pac-12 Media Day, the biggest attraction would be Coach Prime taking over there at Colorado first year. Oh well, yeah. yeah, he wasn't available for Pac-12 Media Day because he had a routine follow-up procedure on his foot. And so they re- they released a statement and said, unfortunately, his recovery will preclude, will preclude him from attending Pac-12 Media Day. Wow. But he's fully expected to be back coaching in time for fall camp. Now, they did take defensive coordinator Charles Kelly, along with quarterback Shadur Sanders and cornerback receiver Travis Hunter. But Coach Prime wasn't available for Pac-12 Media Day. Oh, wow. my goodness. Well, you know, that, that Philip Fulmer tried... Skipping one, he did, yeah. and it cost him thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, let's see. I, which again, I, I was trying to think of when you brought up uh, the things going on with Coach Prime. I don't think there's ever been a coach that has been at SEC Media Days that was like, you know, in a cast or like going through. That, that can I can remember. So I guess you know I would say, oh, they don't do that here in SEC Media Days. But then again, I don't remember anybody ever, you know, being hurt or coming off surgery or something. Not like off the top of my head either. No. Yeah. Yeah. So is it? So was it thirty thousand dollars? Because it. 30000 bucks. The SEC fine? Is it a fine? Yeah, much? the SEC wow. fine $30,000 for not showing up. Mm. He want to get the subpoena. Yeah. So huh? Well, show up. I think how much money he was making, $30,000, probably wasn't uh, yeah. wasn't wasn't too bad. Nah, but, yeah. I will say, because, uh, again, we, I, I had some headlines here, but since uh, Media Days were up against it, I'll, that's go, I'll suppose to you, Randy. Uh your thing, biggest takeaway, four days in SEC Media Days. What's the one thing you're going to remember about the 2023 SEC Media Days? Probably very little, to be honest. Yeah. Because it was really... Uh, <laughs> Boring? Uh, yeah. I hate to use that word. But Lane Kiffin may have been the highlight as it turned out. He may have been. He may have been. Because it was... Uh, and maybe boring is too strong a word. It was as not very uneventful. Low key. Yeah. How about, how about low? Key? Low key is probably the better way to put it. So, uh, well, tell us real quick. Also, what's coming up on Drive Time? Uh, well, we've got Greg Sankey. We've got uh, Joe Milton, the quarterback for Tennessee. And yes, we will have Lane Kiffin later on. Wow. Okay. Big timing over there with Drive Time. Boom. Gonna have to definitely tune into that. And uh, Joe, I know it was a lot of fun over here and a lot of fun over there at uh, the Central Arkansas Open, man. And so we wish we were there, but I know it was a good time for you, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Women's All Pro Tour, come out and support. Come see them this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And you can come see Out of Bounds at Twin Peaks tomorrow, live in Little Rock. And for Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, everybody. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next. The Sunken Land Songwriting Circle features three world-class songwriters sharing the stage for an evening of music and storytelling. Roseanne Cash will host the event and will be joined by Rodney Crowell, Sarah Jaros, and John Leventhal. This benefit concert will be held on August 12th at the Fowler Center in Jonesboro. All proceeds benefit the ongoing upkeep and operation of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. This ad paid for with a combination of state and regional association funds. <laughs> 